episode of Coffee Meets Cream. We've been out for a while. My name is Phil the Philosopher, and I'm here with Larry David. Larry can't get right. That's what we're gonna call her. Larry right, can't right. get tonight, right. For tonight, it's Larry can't get right. Larry can't get right. How you living? Obviously not right, but otherwise good. Of course, because Larry can't get right. Larry can't get right. I've been waiting for Larry since 9 o'clock. It is 9.28. You know what Larry told me? Larry said, give him two minutes. I waited for two minutes. Two minutes turned into 20 minutes. But guess what? Larry can't get right. White people two minutes. White people two minutes. I heard about CP time. I didn't hear about nothing. White people usually on time. Uh, So how you been, Phil? I've been all right, man. I've been all right. Scale of one to ten. How you living, baby? Like an eight. Like an eight. Surprising. Because you can't get right. You know what? Yeah, I can't get right to ten. That's what it is. All right. All right. All right. All right. So what's new, my brother? We've been gone for a while. I guess we've been taking care of things. You know, we, we haven't carved out time in our schedule to get it all done. Been busy. We got but, a lot going on, both of us. Yeah, but now, now we here. Now we here. We here. What do we got to talk about today, Phil? Freedom of speech. <sighs> Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Uh, it could be taken a different way. Um, you know, freedom of you know journalism or. You know, freedom to the news. Mm. Um, it's like we have a gag order now. If you are not talking the way the masses want you to talk, they'll cancel you. I'm sorry, the masses want me to what? The masses I want I can't get you. right. Hang on. You clearly, clearly, all the time, Larry. Larry, I told all right, you. Now I got it. It's all figured out. All figured out. All right. Damn, Larry. <laughs> Clearly, folks, we've done this a number of times. We're total experts at this. Absolutely. I got mine right. So, once again, Phil, what'd you say? As I was rudely interrupted by Mr. Can't Get Right, freedom of speech. Hmm. I guess you heard about the Joe Rogan and the Whoopi Goldberg. That's a couple of things, yeah. That's a couple of things. And you've heard about um, Facebook. If you post anything about, you know, ding, ding, they'll cancel you. Because, you know, we're on live. It's controlled by Facebook. So Listen, cancel, that's a strong word. Uh, I don't think anyone's canceled. Censored. We'll get, to, we'll see, we're going to get into this today. Okay, if you can get right, we're going to hear it. The major crux of today. Okay. Yes, Larry can't get right. So your your thoughts? Because <sighs> well, I spoke to you. I spoke to you on Friday. We, we did a little primer for this one. And on Friday, you were very, very animated. Mm. You yes, that's a way to Very animated about this. That's correct. And so so let I want to hear your point of view because I have my point of view. Well, 
I think you know that my point of view is that... Uh, Give a little backstory first, the reason why we're doing this. Well, the reason why we're doing this is because there's been a lot of talk about what exactly freedom of speech is, mm-hmm. um, when someone gets canceled, what exactly that means. Personally, I think cancel culture is a bunch of bullshit. I don't think it actually exists. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone gets permanently canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but suffice it to say, people feel like, oh, they're censored or whatever. No. Cancel mm-hmm. culture, no one is really truly canceled, except for maybe like Matt Lauer and uh, well Harvey Weinstein. Um, other than that, I feel like no one has been really canceled. So it's like the discussion of, hey, what can and can't be said uh, seems to come up a lot. Yes. And people feel like they're being censored and they, they can't speak their mind anymore because they're going to be canceled at any moment because they say something that's not agreeable. Right. My immediate stance is pretty simple. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom of culpability. Mm-hmm. So you say things, they can still have consequences. Mm-hmm. And especially when you have a large following, with great power comes great responsibility. So you got to watch what you say sometimes. So we're talking to Joe Rogan, right? And, and he, Whoopi to, to the same degree. Whoopi is a little more touchy. They're a little different, but it's you know. a little more touchy. And Same idea with great power, great responsibility, and all yes. that. Uncle Ben says, but you know. Yes. So, so Joe Rogan, right? Mm. And it's so ironic that you have a problem with the Joe Rogan situation, but Joe Rogan is like he shot himself in the foot too, because he was getting a little free willy with the N word, and you know. Mm. We don't, Why we, we don't ironic co-sign. that I, I had a problem with Joe Rogan? It's because I'm a white guy? No, 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 no. Mm. It's the reason, the reason why everybody's giving him a problem. Because he had, what, what's the name of the doctor or, or whomever he had as a guest speaker on his podcast? Well, there's two reasons that he's under fire lately. The first one was the doctor. Yeah, I don't yes. remember his exact name. Right. Um, and the doctor on, and more or less he was saying things that may not have been completely verifiable and the what isn't completely verifiable though i'm trying to phrase this correctly so i want to come out wrong because i want to hear it I, I really want to hear it i ain't gonna lie to you i get that mr rogan has conversations with people mm-hmm. but certain topics require some foresight and then some insight uh before they just go out on the air. Mm-hmm. And some things may need some primer that, you know, this information hasn't been verified or we're, we're following along with the information based on, you know, what the recommendations are from this governing body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like the information that he was discussing was not really verified. There's what, not. But what information in particular are you talking about? So it seems that there was a bit of, uh, I don't want to have to say the word because we're live and being monitored, but uh, some, I hear you. I hear some you. epidemic informi- misinformation. Okay. And this information, hmm. to the degree of what was, so it was all about, you know, the shot you take in your arm. We can't say the V word because absolutely, you know, they're all watching. So, so I, I think it's the thing that sparked it was the whole Neil Young thing. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I don't like this guy spreading misinformation. 
therefore I want to be off the platform that he's on. So that sparked the whole discussion and debate about everything. And and, and that's one. But who's who's Neil? It's not Neil. only him. It, it's not only Neil. Well, it's, he's he started the whole brigade. Right. Right. <laughs> but the way I look at it is anybody can talk about anything and there shouldn't be any real consequences behind it. I can have a conversation with you and tell you, and it's a podcast because it's a platform. We have platforms, right? So we can freedom of speech, so we can voice our opinions, right? You can't punish me for voicing my opinion, but it seems like now because we have an opinion and we voice it, we get so-called in trouble, suspended, fined, we lose money. They go to our bottom line, our pockets. Right? It's capitalism at work, though, so. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why? So, like I said before, freedom of speech does not mean freedom of culpability. You and I can have a much more frank conversation about things and not really be affected by anything because... Quite frankly, we don't affect a lot of people. Just being real. Sorry, three people we're watching right now. But we're not having the same influence as someone who has 11 Rick, million. Rick tapped in. There's 11 million followers that listen to him every single episode. I mean, when you have that kind of sway over culture, you got to be careful what you're saying, what you do. You got to make sure that your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted, man. Again. And I, I think that's the difference that I see personally, at least, with the difference between freedom of speech and you know freedom to just say whatever the heck you want. When you can, you can say whatever you want. Freedom of speech here literally means that the government isn't going to come after you and lock you up for saying things about the president. Like we can say we can't stand the president mm-hmm. openly, and the government ain't going to come and lock us up. When we're talking about freedom of speech in the United States, it's our ability to just openly speak about things and not face some kind of jail time or government ramifications. That doesn't mean that people can't decide that they don't want to watch you or listen to you anymore. Like People can just do that because they think, this guy's a chump. This guy's a bozo. I don't want to listen to him. That's just the free market speaking. So Joe Rogan, hot seat. Mm. They want to cancel him, but Spotify gave him $300 million. He's not being canceled, but okay. Absolutely not. So how about Whoopi? <laughs> All right. This is a whole different ball of wax, Whoopi. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoopi's just, she made a bonehead move, bro. Like, I, you know, what are you doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, listen. It is a bonehead move. Not really, but this is not the first time this has been said. No, it's not. And she doubled down on it, too. That's, it's not. that's the thing. It's not. So if it's not the first time it's been said, why do you punish her? Because it's The View? Okay. And everybody watches The View? I think Whoopi's being punished because she doubled down on something that was just straight ignorant. And, like, even you can see the interview with her and Colbert. And Colbert's like, do you understand what you're saying? And she's like, I do. Like, oh no, you you clearly don't. He he gave you the out right there, and you didn't yeah. take it. <sighs> Can't offend 
anyone or them take away your freedom of speech. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's my whole point. No one's freedom of speech is being taken away. It's just people are deciding they don't like that. Of course and that's it's fine. Being, but of course it's being taken away because you're taking away the, their bottom line. If you're taking away... Bottom line isn't being taken away. He still has a job. He's still on Spotify. He's still got $100 million. What bottom line is being taken away from I'm him? talking about Whoopi. She's off here for two weeks because she said a really bonehead thing about the Holocaust. All right, but she freedom of speech. She said it, right? So do you you suspend her for two weeks? Honestly, she had the chance to get out, and she's like, nope, doubling down. Like, no, what are you doing, Whoopi? Take some time. (laughs) Think think about about what you said. But that's (laughs) that's exactly what her boss has said. Take some time and they're not think wrong. about what you reflect. She needs to. That was Re- a dumb thing to say. Re- but but why, why is it dumb in your eyes, though? Okay. So what exactly did she say again? Prime me again so I, I, I have full context, Okay. not some hearsay. Okay. Because my remembrance, because now it was a week ago in, in the news, it's a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My memory was that she said that the Holocaust was not a race thing and was an ethnicity thing. Right. You wanted to wipe out the Jews because, well, as we understood it, as I understood, they wanted to wipe out the Jews because they felt as if the the reason why the economy was bad was because of the Jews. Well, my understanding is that the Holocaust was about race because Germans, and specifically, you know, Nazis, uh, wanted to wipe out the Jewish race. Uh, they didn't distinguish and say ethnicity. But they didn't even have words to care about it that much. They didn't mince the words. They just said, get rid of the Jews. Just and, get rid of the Jews, exactly. And she's kind of mincing words and making it like a almost a political play between the, the nuance of the race and ethnicity. No, just empathize with the fact that there were people who were maligned. It kind of starts and stops there. Number number one is Joe Rogan, then it's Whoopi, right? Then, then it's everybody else. So you can't go on Facebook, you can't go on YouTube and talk about um, the vaccine, right? You can't do. Oh, that. you said it. The hot button worked. I did. I did. <laughs> come, come get me. <laughs> you see how I look like? Ah. No, I, I think, I think that's just done to to quell the spread of misinformation and let's be real there's so much information coming from so many different conduits there's a lot of white noise how do people know what to follow that's made the discussion that much more difficult i don't care what's right and what's wrong it's very hard to follow information when it's coming from all different directions but this all started because of the vaccine what did this whole uh, censorship no, it started with it started probably before Me Too, but Me Too was the big thing that like really but they put really the idea of cancel they, culture. They didn't censor it like they censor um, talks about the vaccine. Now these days, they you you get thrown into Facebook jail for talking about the vaccine. That's a that's yes, a, that's can. a real thing. They'll you throw can. you in Facebook jail. You're there for two weeks. You get back out, and like I'm free. Why? Well, because people out here spreading just falsehoods. They don't have anything to back it up. 
But what's so false about it? It's not that it is or isn't fault. False. Mm-hmm. It's that people are just seeing headlines, then just sharing without reading information, and not for nothing. If you don't know about it, why the fuck are you sharing it? How, how often? How often have we been guilty of sharing something on social media that is not true? I'm sure all of us have done it at least once. But it's what kind of damage is it doing? How frequently are you doing it? How wrong is the information? How reliable is your source? Did well, you even what, bother to look at it? But what if we're sharing something amongst our friends, right? Hmm. Why can't we just share it amongst our friends? Why is it always? Why is it a problem? Even if it's true or false, right? Yeah, Even if it's true or false. Yeah. So you cancel us? You, you throw us in jail? You throw us in Facebook jail? I don't know what they do on Instagram. I, I've never been, you know, thrown, thrown into the, the bottom of I, the... Yeah, I've not been in the Instagram jail yet. And yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So why? Why has it gone this far? Is it because it's a pandemic and, and they want to put up a... A, a certain face that they want us to do something and they want us to get past it or force us to do something that we don't want to do. Personally, I like to think that a lot of the information quelling or misinformation quelling is to try and get us back to quote normal. Um, because I always follow the money. I listen mm-hmm. to the wire. Mm-hmm. I always follow the money. Cause it's always follow the money. And the money says that, the world's not going to keep moving until this is, quote, behind us. And the only way this is going to be behind us right now that we can see is to get people healthy and get them out there. And one of the means is vaccinated, masks, things like that. And there's been discussion as to what's effective, what's not, which is fine discussion and discourse to have. But they lied. But it's, who lied? They did. They say you get Who's vaccinated, dead? this this goes away. Oh, no. Yeah, this, this talk again? Lying. Okay, here we you go. You know I'm not lying. You know I'm not lying. But this is this is why everybody everybody gets thrown into Facebook jail. They get thrown into the, the Instagram jail, or you talk about it on a podcast, and then they're mm-hmm. like, "Ha!" So I'm in no way trying to be an apologist for they. You know, the mm-hmm. government, the CDC, any mm-hmm. uh, doctors or anyone. I think. There's just so much information out there about what is happening. Mm-hmm. We don't have all of it, especially because this is a new virus. We didn't know things. Everyone's just kind of flying by the seat of their pants trying to figure out how to get by day by day. And um, it kind of bit some of these scientists, some of these decision makers, some lawmakers in the ass with some of their opinions. And some lawmakers are taking advantage of that and trying to create a divide between people to keep people in two different camps of the people oh, I'm for my liberties. Well, I want lockdowns. Well, they're trying to create this divide because once again, the lawmakers and the powers that be like to keep people separated so that we don't realize that we have it shit compared to the rich, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I believe all this discourse happens because they want to keep us occupied from, uh, not realizing that we have it like crap compared to, you know, the billionaires who've made record profits and, you know, there was a sh- largest, tremendous uh, shift of wealth ever in humankind history. There was $7.3 trillion taken away from the poor and shifted to the billionaire class throughout the world within, since 2020. So, again, everybody had their opinion. They mm. said it, 
and again. I'm not going to say that they've been canceled, but there's they have paid no, no type of punishment for anything where you have other people that have their opinions like Whoopi. You have uh, Joe Rogan who brings people onto his podcast that have their opinion and they're ready to just put the hammer down on them. We didn't put the hammer down on, on Fauci. We didn't put the hammer down on these uh, senators or these uh, these representatives. And we didn't put the hammer down on the president. We didn't do that. <laughs> we the did it. The hammer's been down on both these presidents, so I don't know what you're talking about. But we didn't put it down as what we're doing to regular individuals. Yeah, because we don't have any power. <laughs> they have power to avoid this. So, like, you're playing right into my hand here between the, the divide between the rich. There's two different justice systems here at Blakeville. There's the justice system for the rich and powerful, and then there's the justice system for the rest of us. What exists in the real world also exists in social media world. They don't have to abide by the same rules. Fuck out of here. In fact, I'm convinced that some of these cancel culture things are actually contrived by some of their PR consultants to try and drum up, you know, just discussion. Because, hey... There's no such thing as bad news, is there? You're right. Sometimes you got to follow the money. Follow the Joe money. Rogan thing, I don't think is. I think he's just a bonehead who is put in the hot seat way outside of... Don't you talk about should. Joe Rogan that way. I, listen, I'm not trying to be disparaging about it. I'm trying don't to say... Don't you talk about Joe Rogan that way. That's probably the one, of the only, one of the only few white people I've been fed. Don't talk about Joe Rogan that way. Listen to what I'm saying. Joe Rogan, a self-admitted meathead, a self-admitted dunce, a, a comedian, uh-huh. not a journalist, which is okay. No mm-hmm. one's a- asking him to be a journalist. But the problem that can present itself is that he has a large following. Mm-hmm. And when you have that many people following you and you say things and you say them kind of flippantly, well... They might follow you. So you got to be a little more careful with the things you say when you have that many people following you. And I know he says it a lot. I'm a meathead. I'm an idiot. I don't know. But the people on the outside of his show don't realize that he's saying that. And I don't watch and listen to a lot of it. I've seen enough clips to to be familiar, though. Um, I know there's people out there who are like, I will refuse to watch or listen to him because he's an asshole. He's a bigot. He's, He's none of those things that I've seen. But he is not careful sometimes which is important like you just gotta be careful your words mean something you have a tremendous sway in the societal discourse your words matter choose them carefully you got it larry got that right this was this 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 was something that you really wanted to touch on yeah And, and you were very um, passionate about it, and which I do understand. Um, but what I and I stand on still is why do we punish regular individuals just for sharing their truths? And you put them in you know, social media jails, and you know, so they can't spread what they want to spread amongst their peers, right? Because that's all we got we got our friends and for for a whole year you took that they took it away from us that we couldn't do certain things and we only had to share through technology 
well, no one took it away from you, Phil. It was just the middle of a pandemic and people wanted to try and be safe. No one was taking that away. Like, we all just wanted to be safe. I was looking out for my two-year-old. Some people looking out for their immunocompromised, you know, cancer patient, husband, wife, children, daughter, whatever. You know, we all have our reasons that we were doing what we were doing. And yeah. at first, everyone was scared. There was so, nobody on the streets. I get it. I get yeah. it. And this is the first time that it happened. This has happened in a long time. What has? A whole pandemic. Oh, yeah, 1918. And the parallels between 1918 and now are astounding. If anyone has any time, just, just take a look at some of the things that happened. Literally everything that's happened then is happening again. Between the political discourse, the discussion of do masks work, do the vaccines work, it all already happened in 1918. So we're just reliving history. History always repeats itself. Well, if we don't learn from its mistakes, of course it will. Looks like we didn't learn. But how are we going to learn if we weren't around? Well, now we have better means to keep track of history. Mm-hmm. For example, we have a podcast. Are more than four people going to listen to it once? No, Maybe. actually, to be honest, and our podcast has gone, you know, lengths and uh, bounds. People in Brazil, Germany. I, I just, we, we do actually have a decent amount of listeners. but I'm, We I'm do have a decent amount of listeners. Levity of the conversation. Right. Um, but we, we have records, we have means to, to keep track of this discourse and see where it's been, where it's going, where it's going to. Uh, we have a much better way to, to track this this time, whereas we had just some writings from 1918. We had, you know, some things that could track what we were doing and, you know, what people were saying. But nowadays we have a lot of means to see where society was, not just a few key players. So hopefully we can learn. Touche, Larry. Touche. Larry, in the beginning, you were known as this whole Larry can't get right because Larry had me waiting. We were supposed to go live at 9 o'clock. Live at 9, but Larry got got, got a little lazy. He came. He could well, not. We got We got on a little later. For a good discussion, and I think everybody who tuned in enjoyed this. So, any closing words, Mr. Larry the Bearded? And as we close out, don't forget. See, look at Rick shaking my head. Larry, Larry, Larry said, Larry said he's on white people time. White people are always on time, but I told him CP time is different. There's different. <laughs> All right, fair enough, Nick. Uh, I'm actually interested to hear your thoughts on almost the exact same thing. Well, what do you what do you think? Like like I said, I mean, I don't feel as if anybody should be held their foot to the fire because of an opinion and how they feel or how they think. You know, that's why we have a brain and that's why we have a god uh, god given you know right to think feel. Right? Why should we be judged based on what we think? Why should we be judged based on how we feel? Right? But you punish us for that. But at the same time, people in politics have the same right. They're not punished. They just get elected. And they get elected and they get paid taxpayer dollars. Right? 
if you create your own likeness and you're sharing your own opinion based on your likeness, don't punish me. People like me. Hey, Larry, I see you. you how I'm no. going to ask you something. I'm going to ask you something. Talk to me. So, if we take off, Coffee Meets Cream gets kind of popular. We have a pretty decent following. Mm-hmm. Let's say we have a million followers. Mm-hmm. What's the first flagrant thing I'm going to say? <laughs> Do you think we should probably be more considerate with the things that we say? There's a reason we got to a million. Why change? Why change our formula if it ain't that's broken? A fair point. I think. I mean, I try to watch myself every step. I'm learning, and I'm gonna follow the Joe Rogan path and just say that you know I'm kind of a dunce, and uh, hopefully that context rubs off in you know anyone who may ever hear us and be like, oh, this Larry guy is kind of an idiot. Well, he says it sometimes, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but I think so long as we just approach things with an open mind of learning realizing that we're not know-it-alls we don't know everything we're trying to figure things out um it's reasonable and that's why i don't i don't totally hate on joe rogan i think he's just got to be more careful because of the power that he has and i think we will have to be well one day too you called me on friday and it sounded like you hated joe rogan it was a little spicy because of your views on the vaccine, it sounded like you hated Joe Rogan. No, I said I said the same thing though. He's got to be careful what he says, and I boiled it down to that. Mm-hmm. That was the important takeaway. I was a little spicier then, but he's just got to. What's the difference between Friday and today? You was more spicy on Friday. Did you have? A I was drink or I was something? more spicy on Friday. Um, I am a little more spicy to him though for what he said this week about black people. Well, Joe Rogan and his dropping of the N-word, that's un- that's unacceptable. Okay. That's a let's hard that no. That's second. a hard let's, no. Let's, let's touch base no. on this for a second as, as the closing thought. Mm-hmm. First of all, here's a, a truth that every white man needs to hear. You're not allowed to say the N-word. Like, ever. There's no context that you can say the N-word. Um the only context that I can see is a situation like Leonardo DiCaprio's where he's in Django. He's portraying a racist old, you know, colonial trope. Uh, we get it. You're not being racist there. You're pretending to be someone who's racist. He's on film. Phil, come on. Even he, even when I watch Django, it made me uncomfortable. Oh, it does. But I think that's see the him point. Say that. That's and the point. Samuel L. Jackson, I, it made me just cringe. It's supposed to make you cringe, and that's the 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 directorial presence behind it. It's supposed to make you feel that way because yeah. it's supposed to hit hard, and it's supposed to bring for, forward that point that like, hey, these guys shouldn't be saying this. Yeah, but yeah, not I think get a pass for me with that. For a movie, he does. Come no, on, he does not. For a movie. Nope. Okay, barely hear that. Barely hear that. So, that's white right. People, Quentin Tarantino barely got a password too. It's storytelling. Yes, he probably used it a little too much. I think that's my main gripe with it. It's just mm. a, little, a little much. How old is Quentin Tarantino? A couple sprinkled here and there, fine, but take it easy, Quentin. How old uh, is Quentin Tarantino? Like in his late fifties, early sixties, I think. 
So he was around when it was white people was calling black people niggas. I mean, people still do, so... No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm talking about segregation. It's probably that, more that, for that, the that other means, N-word. That means his which, father. His you know, father I won't, was, I won't say that line, but... He's probably racist, right? Yeah, probably. Okay. Alright, but the point get is, we're getting, we're getting on Quentin Tarantino now. It's yeah. not about Quentin. <laughs> it's yeah. about how white people don't have the ability to say the N-word, mm-hmm. period. And the problem with white men, specifically mm-hmm. in the age group of 18 to 40, mm-hmm. wait, Joe Rogan's demographic, is that they're so entitled and feel like they can do and say whatever they want because in society, they kind of can. We can get away with fucking murder, quite literally. So white privilege at its, its best. That is white privilege at its best. And to think that there's something that white men can't touch, it's like, well, I was just using it in context. No, just don't use it. Don't say the word. It's that simple. It's not your word to use. Just don't say it. it doesn't belong to you. That's if right. black people want to use it, if black people want to call themselves black, if black people want to use that word, to go right ahead. It's the word to use for them. It's the word that people that can use that word are choosing to use. They can use it in whatever context they want. And he was trying to playfully say like, Oh, well, you can say it in, in all different kinds of ways. It can be pejorative. It can be, you know, a fun way. It can be, you know, an endearment. Yeah, okay, you can make that observation, A, without saying it, and B, without being so damn ignorant about race and, and culture and the sensitivity of that. <sighs> He's just right, a bonehead Larry? sometimes. You all right, Larry? Yeah, I'm all right. So, white people, don't say the M-word. Don't do it. You can't. You can't say the M-word. Just don't say it. Don't ever say it. There's no reason for you to say it. It's not your word. Just don't say it. That's right. That's right. Shout out to everybody that's on uh, Instagram chat. Thank you. And this is our final word. What's your final word? Don't say the N-word, white people. Dear white people, don't say the N-word. <laughs> Final word. We're going to try to be more consistent. We're going to try to get on this. We're going to try to make it an every Sunday thing. Nine o'clock is, you know, Mr. Can't Get Right. You know, he gets right. Nine o'clock, we'll be on. We appreciate you. I like uh, this little dynamic. is nice. We get some people involved. Get That's right. The, get the people involved in uh, the discussion. It's a fun way to do it. That's right. Well, on that note, coffee meets cream. We out here.